Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Chanel Big Little Noise are our sponsor for this episode. They're a gorgeous online store that are filled with eco-friendly pieces curated for the conscious mama, child and baby. Well, I must be a conscious mama because I purchased some of these products. Oh, yeah, they're Ollie beautiful. loves the fire truck, the wooden vehicles. Oh, looks amazing. It makes you feel so eco and nature It does. He put the, takes the logs off, puts them on. He's at it for ages. And I also purchased some musical instruments for a friend of mine. Mm. They came in the post. They, look, they were beautifully wrapped. I wanted to keep them for myself. Oh, I love oh. When you get something and it's wrapped so nicely. I and know. You don't, well, oh, you don't want to be giving that look, away. Look, it made me look good because I <laughs> handed it over. And she opened it. We're beautiful like I'd chosen it all and I'd done it. You'd put it together but you had not. I had not. And the best part about this, it's run by Alana, a mum who puts her heart and soul into it. And that's what you want, don't you, from a small business. Big Little Noise offers afterpay and zip pay as well as $11.95 flat rate shipping Australia-wide. And there's a big perk. Big Little Noise are offering our loyal listeners the chance to have 15% off by using the code M-A-B-N. It's a secret code, so don't tell anyone lest they listen to the podcast. Head to biglittlenoise.com. Hello and welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her perfumed undies. Hosted by the fabulous Chanel Franklin and myself, Tamara Linky. Yes, we are talking weirdo nursery rhymes. As in those crazy nursery rhymes we all know and love from back in the day. What what do they really mean? Mm, They're wrong town. Oh, I can't wait to get into it. Okay now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Get myself seated. Sit down. Now sit Rhonda. down. Oh, look, Rhonda's made an appearance. I think Rhonda might actually be taking over the podcast hosting. Rod, piss off, Rhonda. Yes, okay. <laughs> Hi, Chanel. <laughs> Rhonda's 
sicko. I secretly love her. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, no. She pees her pants I, often, whatever. I, <laughs> wouldn't, want to walk, wouldn't want to sit near her. No, she'd smell. She wouldn't be having any perfume in her knickers, would she? Well, she might need some. Hot tip, Rhonda. Perfume Absolutely. in, like you said, CK, what was it? CKB. CKB in your, in your knickers. Or anything, just go for it. Chanel, you pick it. Oh, Chanel. <laughs> I didn't Chanel even do that. Your I didn't even do that on purpose. Chanel perfume. You're a sicko. Oh, anyway, Rhonda's got Chanel in her pants. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> Whatever. Also, one of my all-time favourite things is when animals are called human names. You mean like dogs on the beach? Yeah, more specifically, yes. Dogs okay. on the beach. So we're not talking so about rabbits on the beach. We're not talking. Just saying animals. <laughs> we're not talking about guinea pigs on the beach. So it's not. Where like like my dog's called Charlie. I also love that name. One of my duties. Her son is called Charlie. Charlie's a super cute name for an animal and a child and an an adult and an old man. Yeah, <laughs> it just works for everyone. It just works for everyone. I'm talking about real good names. So sure, I'm on the beach. This little puppy, this schnauzers, come bounding over. Not many people don't like puppies, so this little gorgeous oh. thing's bounding over. So of course I bend down. Oh, hello, darling. He's so happy. He's you know did a little piddle. Probably you know when they get excited, they wee. Then you kicked it. <laughs> so what happened? I kicked it because I pissed on my shoe. <laughs> End of story. Great story, Chanel. <laughs> So he's come over very friendly and the owner has said, John, come. John? John. <laughs> Just John. <laughs> Just John. Do you, are you sure there wasn't someone standing behind you called Definitely John? Definitely not. Definitely not. He came over and he's tapping his ears going, John, come. Come. I have a treat. John. John, like this. And I've gone, oh, my God, don't laugh. Bite the side of your cheek. Do not laugh at this man calling his dog. Did you say, that's right, John. (laughs) Go home and cover yourself in a blanket because you'll be depressed for the rest of your life being a dog called John. (laughs) But that isn't even the best bit. So John, the schnauzer, he walked off down the beach, right? Two weeks later, I'm down there with the kids. Now, this is the absolute pinnacle of names for dogs, okay? (laughs) So this dog, a bit of an older girl, okay? Oh, what's her name? Rhonda? It wasn't Rhonda, no. Sorry. Rhonda stinks of piss in the doctor's surgery. that could be that dog. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I want to know. So this dog has... Mia, um, yeah, she's kind of slow walking behind her owner, and then she's sniffing at things and she's doing things she's really not meant to be doing on her dog walk. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's then spotted Charlie, and she's come over for a play. Okay, and she's get, got a bit excited. She goes, me- meandering away, and the owner yells out at the absolute top of her lungs. Oh, wait for this, it! Wait for it! This, it's coming. This dog has just been too excited and left her owner for dead. She's gone. Lorraine, Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine, like Keish Lorraine, like Auntie Lorraine, Auntie Lorraine, 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 get back over here, like this is the dog. It, I need to tell you, it's a golden retriever. She's an old girl, she's a little oh. bit chunky around her midsection. Oh my God, it is Lorraine. It is. If your name is Lorraine and you're under the age of fifty, apologies. <laughs> But it is a fairly, you know, we don't hear it anymore. She called her dog Lorraine. Well, maybe she's I've bringing it back. I've seen Lorraine walking to and from the beach with her owner. And, oh, look, she's the best. Oh, I actually bless. took a photo as she walked away and I had to show Dan. I was like, this this dog, its name is Lorraine. <laughs> Currently dating John. 
And <laughs> the they were like, well, that's a bit gross because John's a baby. She's an old lady. Oh, she's like a sugar mama. Is that what you call <laughs> sugar her? Sugar mama Lorraine. She's, she's a MILF or a DILF. Dog. Oh, that's bestiality. Stop. Let's let's cut that out. No, from the dog in the dog world, it would be DILF. I'm not saying from a a human cannot call another dog a DILF. Another dog. A dog a DILF. That's hard hard to say, (laughs) speaking of nursery rhymes. But let Um, me just say, the best thing in the world is animals called real serious human names. Do you know my favourite that I've heard before is Kevin. <laughs> That's brilliant. Like, you've got to call you, your dog Gary or Kevin. Graham. Or John. Graham. Graham. Desmond. Like, come on. Brilliant. No, no, we've rubbished him in previous episodes. He's no. not worthy of a nice dog name. Do not call your dog Ron or Desmond. <laughs> be in trouble with Chanel. Imagine a fat labby called Ron. <laughs> I will. I will imagine that tonight in my, in my DILF dreams. This episode is Daddy Rhymes. So we're talking nursery rhymes that we've all sung to our kids and also had sung to us when we were younger. By our nanas. Scottish accents and English accents, right? All that. And they're dead chuffed. They think it's a beautiful little melody and tune. It is. When you pick it apart and listen to the lyrics properly, you go, that is wrong town. 100%. That is screwed up. It is. It's actually scary. It's scary. And really sad, some of them. Like, you go, my God, you morbid person. Well, they were all all a lesson, weren't they, really? But it it seems to all come from... An angry lesson. Yeah, historical uh, monarchy, you know, infused... And they were all wonderful people, weren't they? (sighs) Beheading each other and carrying on. And some of them we know already. The Ring a Ring a Rosie, which I think most people know that one. It's about, isn't it about yeah, the plague? Wow, or it's, yeah, we all fall down. We all die. die. Ashes, ashes, burning in ashes Jesus. because you died. <laughs> so if you hadn't heard that one, there you go. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Ring a ring a rosy. And it's the kids that sing it in this voice. And the pocket, pocket full, full of, of posy. And the posy was a bit of like potpourri or something to cover up the smell of rotting flesh. <laughs> things like that. But yeah, that's that's one of the main ones that people know. But there are loads. That, I was shocked at some yeah. of them. Were you? So was I. Reading through it, I'm going, I've sung that to the kids. Look, we love a twinkle, twinkle. That's nice. Or a Row, row, row your boat. Gently down. Merrily, They were merrily. lovely, right? They there's no sweet. deep, dark, mysterious meaning behind <laughs> no. twinkle, twinkle, right? No. <laughs> Tell me there's not because I couldn't find it. I've sung that a few times, <laughs> more than more than I care to admit. Yes. Um, and it's been stuck in my head as well, but that's fine. Yes. Let's start. Oh, you hit me. Hit me with it. Let's wait. start at just at some lower ones and then we're going to get into the real nitty gritty. Yeah. So you know next time you're singing these to your kids, just keep it in mind, you know. They're a bit dirty. You're a bit dirty. Not Have a laugh to yourself. Dark, dark. Maybe, maybe not sing dirty. it when you're with your when you're with your partner or your duties. Maybe sing, have a sing song and a laugh. Gee, that'll get you in the mood. <laughs> hey, husband, listen to this one. <laughs> Rosie, tissue with tissue, we all fall down. <laughs> you're great. Reminded of the plague. Real sexy time yeah. motivation. No, don't. Sorry, go ahead, Chanel. Three blind mice. Now that's a bit. Those little mice, why can't they see? I don't know why you have to call them blind. Anyway, three blind mice, three blind mice. See how they run, see how they run. They all run after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Jesus. Did you ever see such a sight in your life? Three blind mice. Yeah. Whoa. So the vicious farmer's wife, um, believed to be Queen Mary. Always Queen Mary. The daughter of King Henry. Mary, a staunch Catholic, um, and basically used to persecute Protestants. And she was burnt at the stake. 
Yes, she was. <laughs> but the three blind mice represent the Catholic priests from what I've read. Yes, mm. and however, it was mistakenly believed that she had them blinded and dismembered as it referred to in the what the but hell? Did she have them dismembered or did she just kill the burnt well, at the stake? Well, this is what Google said. Yeah. No, she was burnt at the stake. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Eventually. Probably for being such a nasty. Oh, <laughs> I Jesus. don't know, but geez. There was so much that went on back then. When was this? Circa what year? Has it got a year written? No, nah, no, circa a long time ago. Circa <laughs> before my time. Circa <laughs> before the internet. Duh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so and there, as I said, they were just You'd love to be a fly on the wall during those times. You'd either be absolutely just beyond scarred for life or you just, yeah, anyway. Speaking of Mary, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's the same Mary. So she's obviously responsible for a lot of these rhymes. Um, Mary loves a rhyme. You know, the Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Yes. garden grow. Yep. Silver bells and cockle Cockle shells shells and pretty pretty maids all in a row. row, Right, so Mm. sounds lovely, like a lovely lady watering her garden. Lovely cockle shells. That's what I used to think. I'm like, water cockle shells. (laughs) Don't know why I spoke like that, but I was like, Nana, what are cockle shells? Oh, they're lovely little flowers that grow in the garden. Lovely. You water them. Yeah. Anyway, yep. Right? So, but no, it's actually um, about Mary. The, the garden was something, I think it was referring to her being barren and not being able to produce children. Oh, How does your garden grow? It was a bit of a dig. A dig at her. Dig at her. Not How's being your garden able to, grow? Can't. Yeah. Well, that's horrible. Bloody garden. Yeah, she wouldn't be on this podcast. Bloody Mary. Um, and then <laughs> and then silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids were all torture instruments that they she, they used to use back in the in the dark ages to, you know, kill people. Oh, so pretty maids. No. Yeah, like Not guillotines and you know. Oh, you sick individuals. I know. Isn't it? That's terrible. Have you ever been to Prague? Yes. Have you ever been to those? Would you, they were big, the torture museums. Did you ever I see them? I didn't go to a torture well, museum. Well, we went to one. It was very creepy. Very about sadistic of, the, of you, Tamara. Oh, I know, but I was fascinated. <laughs> I wanted to see. Yeah. And? And it was like, it was like that. It was some of the instruments that they would use to torture people. Unbelievable. Like like putting people in, you know, with like a metal helmet inside a vice and oh, screwing things into their heads. Wonderful. And, yeah. Anyway. Beautiful. And then sing a nursery rhyme that we now sing to our kids. It's great. Yes. Just to make you fall asleep. <laughs> there you go, Johnny. There's Johnny. There you go, Johnny. Here's Johnny. <laughs> that song, bam, bam, bam. You know that song? <laughs> yeah, I know the one. And then the dog comes along. You called? The schnauzer? <laughs> Johnny, I didn't mean you. The rain says, shut the, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this is a funny one. Okay, hey, diddle, diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the cow jumped over the moon, the little dog laughed to see such craft and a dish, dish ran, ran away, away with the spoon. So basically they're all on acid. Is that right? I'm just saying. Oh, you're just, that was your observation. A cow jumping over the moon, a dog laughing, and a dish running away with the spoon. They're off their chops. Interesting whoever wrote that bit. I've always wondered why, the, why, okay, I get the animals doing crazy things, but what the hell is the dish doing? Oh, yeah, and the cat's playing a fiddle. Yeah. Like they're, they're on drugs. That's what they're doing. Okay, so that's an LSD trippy, <laughs> trippy rhyme that <laughs> we've got there. Rhyme. Oh, my goodness. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses... All the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Loved a little leg, fell off, died. Is that about the army or something during a war? All the king's horses and all the king's oh, men? Maybe. But again, we're singing this to our kids. Yeah. The egg fell off, died, end of. But it is an egg. I mean, it has a shell. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's a bit morbid. gross. Yeah, the yolk has come out of it. No one tells you the sequel to that story. <laughs> yeah, the oh, there is actually. Isn't there another part of it? Maybe there's not. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. So Humpty, not very funny. No. 
even nothing to say about bloody Humpty. Okay. I don't like Humpty. He always to freak me out. Those little nursery rhymes with the illustrations. There was always a the weird egg. Look, yeah, I didn't like it. Egg in pants. It was always a bloody egg in pants, wasn't it? In trousers with shoes with this weird head. Yeah. Some of those illustrations from And a muffin top. Yeah. Was there? Well, because he's a big fat egg. But it's round, though. There's no muffin top. It's seamless. Oh, it's seamless. It's like a lovely shell. Round. I'm going to have nightmares, thanks to you, about Humpty. Instead of Bloody Dumpty. Maybe just take his pants off in front of you. Oh, my God. Try and you. Can I tell you this one? I've got a controversial one. Okay. Actually, speak to me. Have you ever heard the one about what a little boy's made of? What a little boy's made of? Mm-hmm. Frogs and snails and puppy dog tails. That's what little boys are made of. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, what a little girl's made of, blah, 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 blah. Sugar and spice and all things nice. That's what little girls are made of. So this was the rhyme that was told to young children, which back in the day, okay, yeah. you know, now not so great. No. But um, I was going to say this is not this is not good, Chanel. We don't want to be telling our kids that little girls no. are made of sugar. But I was thinking the last two weeks I'm actually, I am made of sugar and spice because I've eaten my weight in sugar. <laughs> and had a curry weeks. for dinner. And, ha- and been eating leftover curry 100% <laughs> for the last week. So I am actually made of sugar and spice. <laughs> not necessarily all things nice, but... <laughs> I can't work out how Ollie or Wolfie can have anything to do with puppy dog tails. Yeah, and snails. And snails. Yuck. Yeah. So that's a, I don't know. Yeah. Need another one for boys. What can they be made of? Yeah, they could be made of Lego and Minecraft. I don't know. <laughs> and all things Mo- daft. Yeah. <laughs> all things daft. Monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hot wheels. Yeah. It's terrible because they all sound boyish. We need to like mix it up. They're made of little girls' dollies and Lego and like, you know That's what I mean? Right. We need to mix it up. But it should be what are little children made of? Yeah. What are little children made of? Because Ollie just isn't that. He loves playing with dolls as well as all these other trucks yeah. and cars and carry on. But it's funny how they say that about snails and dogs' yeah. tails. Yeah. That's how she rank. How about this old bird, Lorraine, let's call her? <laughs> of course. Old Mother Hubbard. Oh, yeah. Right. Tell us that. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to give the poor dog a bone. When she came there, the cupboard was bare, and so the poor dog had none. So dog's starving, she's poor, right? I'll go yeah. on. Poverty, yeah. She went to the baker to buy him some bread. When she came back, the dog was dead. I didn't, know, I didn't know that was the second. <laughs> it goes on. Oh, there's more. Yeah. She went to the undertaker to buy him a coffin. When she came back, the dog was laughing. <laughs> Can I say one thing? This does not even rhyme. I know, I know. What That's mean? what I mean. They're just cooked, ready. She took a clean dish to get him some tripe. When she came back, he was smoking his pipe. <laughs> Shit, this is one crazy dog. Do you know who this dog is? It's Johnny. John, it's John the dog. John the dog. Um, she went to the ale house to get him some beer. When she came back, the dog sat in a chair. What's going on with this I dog? Know. I reckon she's stuffed this dog. I reckon she's psychopathic. She, she's taxidermied it and put it in different positions. <laughs> she went to the tavern for white wine and red. Sounds like a smart well, lady. I know this. Yeah. When she came back, the dog stood on his head. She's okay. off her head. Yeah. She went to the fruiterers to buy him some fruit. When she came back, he was playing the flute. <laughs> This dog is talented. I don't know why she's buying these things. She, she should went, be rent ringing a talent agency, getting this dog some, you know, an agent. Yeah. <laughs> Last bit. She went to the tailor to buy him a coat. When she came back, he was riding a goat. <laughs> now the goat's involved. Hang on, he was dead and then he came back to life. Then he smoked a joint. Do you reckon maybe it's the ghost of the dog doing all these things? 
Oh, my God, freaky. But old Mother Hubbard, like, first of all, thought, I'm a bit worried about her. Like, she's going to all these <laughs> She's places. feeling a bit doddery, isn't she? <laughs> Lorraine. Mother Hubbard. I never really liked that one because I was like, why is the dog in the cupboard? Yeah. No, the dog wasn't. The bone was in the cupboard. Oh, the bone was in the she cupboard. She went to the cupboard to fetch a bone, realised she was poor and couldn't uh, afford it. She's then the dog she's died. She's stupid as well as just delusional. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh. See, she can't even say anything. Got nothing to say, Mother Hubbard. <laughs> I know. I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> How is she affording to go to the bloody fruiterer and the tailor then? <laughs> She's poor. I'm serious. It does not make any sense. It doesn't rhyme. Who wrote this? Got you a lovely tailored Italian suit for my John. Do you know the what? Dog. Also, back then, obviously, there's not much competition with making a famous nursery rhyme and becoming a literary, Yeah, you know, because... That's a terrible, terrible rhyme, and yet we all know it. I know. She I would know. not fly if she had to put that on social media <laughs> and try and get a get a following. She wouldn't be trending at all. No, no. They, in fact, she, people would unfollow. <laughs> unfollow. For such crap. Negative a thousand followers, <laughs> Mother Hubbard. <laughs> MH on, on Insta. <laughs> oh, how's this? This is a corker. Rubber dub dub. Three oh. men in a tub. This is the dirtiest one, right? <laughs> And who do you think they were? The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. They all sailed out to sea. It was enough to make a man stare. Oh, is this about perving? What, creeping in on three guys in the bathtub? That's a... <laughs> no. So the meaning of that one I read was something about the blokes perving on the chicks in the bathtub. So even though they're in the bathtub, it doesn't really make sense. But them perving on well, women. again, someone's going to unfollow whoever wrote this. Yeah. Because you haven't said that there's women anywhere near there. No. What you've said is there's three men having a gay old time in a bathtub together. Yeah, yeah. Rub a dub dub. And three then there's men someone else the... perving on them going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Whatever. It's screwed up, lady. It's screwed that up. one, I don't. Yeah. I hate that term, rub a dub dub. Okay. We all know this one and we all know how screwed up it is. Uh, Rockabye baby in the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall and down will come baby cradle and all. Will your babies fall out of a tree? Yep. Jesus Christ. Why why the hell is the baby in the tree in the first place? Well, it comes from the American roots of this odd rhyme come from the young pilgrim who saw Native American mothers hanging cradles in trees. When the wind blew, the cradles would rock and the babies would sleep. Okay, that's a nice idea, but why are we saying they fell? Like, that's terrible. Maybe someone saw that happen. Well, they need to secure it better. (laughs) They need a bit of my H&S around that tree. I can just see this, uh, you walk rocking up to some Native American Indians. Maybe a bush, not so much a tree. Yeah, like maybe. how the fucking hell are you getting up there with your cradle and your baby and <laughs> lassoing them onto this yeah. branch? Like that doesn't maybe they sense. hang them from a little, like a little, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a hammock. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But again, secure. We want we want sailor type knots in that. Okay, thank you for that, Chanel. <laughs> Otherwise, just hold them Safe. like we all do. Safe. Can't move on the couch. Safety officer of the 16th century, <laughs> Chanel goes back in time to rescue babies falling out of trees and to stop pervy old men in tubs. Okay. <laughs> she's the nursery rhyme hero. It's Chanel. Happy to be here. Spraying perfume in everyone's pants. <laughs> To get rid of that plaguey smell. Yeah. Forget the posy in the pocket. We're getting perfect. Chanel's spraying people's pants. 
Okay, creepy old man on this one. This old man, he played one, he played knick-knack on my drum with a knick-knack. Paddy won't give a dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. Okay, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read the thing, the the bits of the top title. This old man, he played two, he played knick-knack on my shoe. Well, piss off, you pervy old man, right? This old man, he played three, he played knick-knack on my knee. Okay, this is grooming right here. (laughs) This old man, he played knick-knack on my door. Now he's creeping on the door. This old man, he played five. He played knick-knack on my hive. With a knick-knack, Paddy went, give a dog a bone. This old man came rolling home. It just like a creepy old man hanging around the house because there's another bit that says, he played knick-knack on my fence. He played knick-knack on my door, on my drum, on the hive. Do you like, think maybe... Go away, on my shoe. Do you reckon maybe... He played knick-knack on my back. There's, there's another one, the wiggles. Son. There's, there's no meaning. It's just they're just th- thinking of things that rhyme with numbers. I know, and, and we're probably making something out of nothing. <laughs> Probably making something out of nothing, but it is just I, I immediately hear that and go ooh yeah, and then he's grooming the dog because he's a, he loves he's a bit of a dilf. Give a dog a bone, yes. But, keep the dog sweet. But I like the ending. This old man came rolling home, so I reckon someone kicked, kicked him the shit out of him. Kicked him. He's rolled down that freaking head, freaking hill. He's, he's, he's in the he's in the gutter. He's in the absolute gutter. That old man, dirty hey. old man. <laughs> Creepo. Okay. You will be good at this one. What is it? I'm not, I can't even pronounce it properly. You're very good with your French accent. Frère Jacques. Oh. I don't even know what that means. Frère it's probably. Frère Jacques, Frère Jacques, dormez-vous, dormez-vous. Sonnez les matinas. Now it's Spanish. Sonnez les matinas. Can you dance a pas à doble? What the. Ding, dang, dong, ding, dang, dong at the end. What does it even mean? Yeah, what does it? Oh, oh, no, what does it actually mean? Vera Jacques, Vera Jacques, dormez-vous. Um, isn't it like um, Jacques is sleeping or something like that? Yeah, but I love how, like, yes, I love how most people's accents in the world don't work with that nursery rhyme. So we all say, Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques, dormez-vous, dormez solo la matine. Solo la matine, solo la matine. And then everyone can go ding, dang, dong. Yeah, they can at the end. They can round <laughs> it off on a that high. Was, that would have to be one of the first songs I remember singing at school. Yeah. In reception. So I'm sure yeah. it's a lovely meaning, but my point is no one can sing it the way it's meant to be sung unless no. you're French. I know. Unless you're Unless you're Tamara Linky. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's funny, I did see a few things the other day online there was a funny um, video about Aussies trying to speak other languages and oh the ac- the yes accent, yes like so this speak, is it oh, funny stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. ciao bello yeah yeah the Italia yeah g'day bello but wouldn't you think that's it's funny though because I love that okay we eat a lot of Italian food here in Australia yeah, there's do. loads of restaurants that oh, you go I out do. you do <laughs> pasta and your bloody red wine but I get if you pronounce the Italian words properly in the restaurant, you're going to sound like a dick. Yeah, like if you're yeah, like, yeah. You're like, hello, uh, ma'am, what would you like to order? Uh, what are you going to turn around and, and say, oh, hi, I'd really love the tagliatelle, please, um, <laughs> with some extra parmigiano. Like, you can, please, please. Like, ugh. You're going to sound like a dick. Yeah, and everyone's going to look at you and be like, are you Italian? No. So shut the hell up. <laughs> so just say it like we all say I it. Know. Say, tagliatelle. And some Tagliatelle par- parmesan and cheese. Parmesan on top. <laughs> Don't you think? With a mix of pecorino. Um, 
But I tell you, I literally point to them. If I, so if I'm an Italian restaurant and I see some, you know, whatever, I'm going to say, excuse me, I can't pronounce this, Tagliatelle, number 26. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Rav. Gnocchi. Gnocchi. I'll have the gnocchi. <laughs> I love my, my mother-in-law who's German, bless her. She says notchies. She goes, will we have the notchies? Are you coming for the notchies? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm coming for, but the notchy sounds great. Question Is that mark? her saying gnocchi? gnocchi? Gnocchi, yeah. But she says notchies. because she's reading it exactly. <laughs> notchies, yeah. And if you tell her, oh, it's gnocchi, she goes, yeah, but I like to say notchies. It's like, well, that's great, but good luck, good luck with it Look, going to the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, the, the actual Louis Prima wouldn't enjoy that. He'd be disgusted oh, in yeah. your mother-in-law, wouldn't yeah. he? Sorry, Liddy, but it is not gnocchi, not notchies, Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, mother in law. That's a topic. That'll be another oh, that's one. That's a whole other that's another, another one. Okay. Not sure if you know this one. Telltale tit, your tongue shall split, and all the dogs in town shall have a little bit. So we're talking about dogs a lot. What? Yeah, it so was Rain and John have eaten someone's tongue. Yeah, basically. Yuck. It's um all about not telling tales. So it was what kids used to say to other little kids to stop them from lying, fibbing, essentially. Oh, my God. Yeah, but can you I imagine? liked that your nose will grow longer, but I'm sure they tested that out, realised their nose didn't grow and continue to tell lies. I oh, know. I've said that to Wolfie, actually. You'll be like, Pinocchio, your nose will grow. Mm. Oh, look, it looks like it's a bit longer. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, What? <laughs> Do you know, I've done that in the mirror before when I was little. I remember looking at my nose going, longer, I've told a lie. Oh, I've, oh. <laughs> I've told lots of lies because I reckon my nose is getting bigger. <laughs> now I'm older. I'll see photos and go, why is it getting weird? Well, you're telling porky pies. I have been my whole life up until <laughs> this point. <laughs> Where right. it's nothing but the truth. It is. You can handle the truth. Porky pies. Look at us. So you've been saying a lot of sayings lately. Can I? I just, yeah, because we were on a video call the other day, Chanel, and you kept pulling out all these little fat phrases and analogies. Porky pies. That was what Ask I'm... any Judy of mine and they will tell you that I do that on a regular basis. A lot of homophones. You know, all these. <laughs> you've got to chuck in there. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just hear them put them in my back pocket of my mind and say, well, that would be useful on a rainy day. Oh, there you go, on a rainy day. <laughs> Jesus. See, Chanel, I reckon you'd be fantastic at Cockney because, you know, that's all they oh, do. Oh, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. Flag. You'd just hey, be fitting. Can right I have right? some of that dead horse? Tomato sauce. Yeah. Well, if you go go up the... The dog ap- and bone, the go, phone. It's up the apple and pear. <laughs> <laughs> the pub. Yeah. Yeah. No, the stairs. <laughs> Okay, take it back. Should be terrible. Should just be. No, what's the pub one? What's the pub oh. one? So, so, like the Cockney version of down the pub. What was it? Rubber dub dub. Rubber dub dub down the pub. Yep. Um, Chanel actually just went to the toilet and asked me to look that up. Uh, whilst I was looking it up, it did say, "What is the Cockney slang for Fanny?" Someone's asked that on Google. Okay. I was like, "I have to look that up." Jack and Danny. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to. I really want to. I can't even do I'm doing a northern accent. I want to see your Jack and Danny. Let I'd, me look at your Jack I'd and Danny. I'd love to see her Jack and Danny. Oh, it'd be lovely. <laughs> it's like a northern accent. I know you can't Okay, do it. Cockney. All oh, right, oh. mate. Want to see her Jack and Danny? Yeah. I'd love to get into her Jack and Danny. Yeah, I'd love to get in there. <laughs> be lovely. Oh, Spray it, it with Chanel perfume. It's a bit perfumey down in the Jack and Danny. <laughs> I'm staying away from it. My Jack and Danny's a bit itchy, isn't it? I'm a bit sensitive <laughs> on the nose, like, for it. So the husband comes on and goes, you fancy a bit? Get away from my Jack and Danny. <laughs> Leave my Jack and Danny alone for the night. Only flows in town. Stay away from your Jack and Danny. <laughs> That's it, boy. 
<laughs> I'm sure that's not even true, but let's go with that. That's Cockney rhyme. There you go. I reckon you're, yeah, you should get into that. Mm, thank you very much. So our last one, which yep. I feel we've um, left to the best till last, yeah. the dirtiest, the most wrong town rhyme. Oh, is it the one I'm, you're, yes, is it the one I'm thinking of? Oh, well, the, I, I don't, should I just tell you? Yeah, go on. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Oh, this is scary. Oh, yeah. So wrong. Okay, ready? Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater had a wife and couldn't keep her. He put her in a pumpkin shell and then kept her very well. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater had another and didn't love her. Peter learned to read and spell, and then he loved her very well. So what he's what? done is I his know wife... I was the second part to that. Yeah, that was it. Oh. He, his wife didn't love him. She wanted to leave him, and he kept her imprisoned in a pumpkin shell. Yeah. And then he married again, but didn't love her, so thought, piss off, love. I'm going to learn to read and spell and... Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> then he decided, oh, I do love her very right. well. And where's the lady in the pumpkin shell? Okay. She's still there. Yes, because what I read was that it is from the early, I think it's 16th century yep. in America. Yep. To, and it's quite disturbing. It's yes. what he actually did, right? Exactly, because they say most started in England, so America's got yeah. the, the worst one. And it was a different time back then for women and for views on divorce too. Yes, being right? disloyal. Yeah, which is why this rhyme served to warn young girls about infidelity Peter's going to put you in a pumpkin shell. Wait, apparently the wife was a prostitute. Peter's wife Couldn't was supposedly her. a harlot. Yes. And Peter's remedy for the situation was to kill her and hide her body in a giant pumpkin shell. Isn't that... F- Sing that to your kids, all right? Psycho- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, He's you a sadistic you, bloke. You let your husband out your Jack and Danny <laughs> or you'll be in a pumpkin shell. <laughs> Decipher that. Jesus. <laughs> now we've got all this freedom and I love it. And we can say, get away from my Jack and Danny. And Peter, you can piss off down the <laughs> down the rubber tub tub. <laughs> well, I wrote a sequel to that, actually, the Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Go on. Because I you was angry. That, yeah, it's probably not one you want to tell your kids. It's no, more, to, you more for us to laugh Yeah, at. it's more of revenge It's a bit like the Family woman. Guy. It's like that's for adults, not kids. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it was. Um, so this is after the first one, after the first wife, um, Peter. You know, he's he's trudging on. He's got he's got plans. He's mm-hmm. re- reading and writing and all this. <laughs> he's okay. trying to get somewhere. <laughs> Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. His second wife, she was a keeper. She put him in a prison cell, and there he'll stay to rot in hell. Lovely. Yes, you go, girlfriend. That's called karma. Yeah, Peter, 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 bitch. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. If I could drop the mic, I would. No, then you go, oh, it costs a little bit of yeah, money. I'm just going to pick that up. It's a bit expensive. <laughs> I did see that in a film the other night. They go, boom, and drop the mic. And I went, oh. Drop the mic when what, someone else what, is paying for it. Yeah, what is that mic and is it expensive? Because I, I'm feeling like that was not a good idea. Now you can't use it. Like, yeah. It's an expensive. You dislodge something inside. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to take it back to the store and say it's faulty. And they go, well, no, you dropped it. Yeah, you did a bit of a drop. Yeah, you try to be you cool. You had a moment. And... You dropped it. Now yeah. you're paying for it. Okay. Maybe you'll regret that. Dirty rhymes. Dirty rhymes. Naughty rhymes, nasty rhymes, scary rhymes. Scary rhymes. So next time you read these rhymes or, you know, sing them to your kids, have a little, maybe like vet them first, go through them and check them. And if yeah. they're bad, have a laugh between you and your partner or you and your duties. At the... What was your favourite one growing up, by the way? Did you have a favourite? I don't know. Look, Twinkle Twinkle, it's a safe bet. I don't know if I had a favourite. Yeah. Row, row, row your boat. 
Yeah, row, row, bit of row. What's scary is I quite liked the cockle shell one. Yes, yeah, so now, did I actually. Bit, sorry. No, and don't like it. No, I don't like it anymore. No, no. Hate it, actually. But you want to hear the worst book? I, a book? I bought a book for Ollie and it was one of those ones that was in a, it was a plasticky one. So you know when they're really babies and they chew on it and play with it in the bath or whatever? Yeah. So I couldn't really read it because it was in plastic, but I thought it looks cute. Little tugboat in the front. It's called Paddle Boat Polly. Oh, sweet. Turns out to be the worst book I've ever read. Why? Well, Paddle Boat Polly was the oldest boat in the bay. Paddle Boat Polly would tell the other boats stories about the past. Okay, this is all this is already <laughs> getting that's quite intense for like a baby. But bath. that's the book. That is the book. Oh, hang on, that's the end. That's the end. It done. Paddleboat Polly would tell the other boats stories about the past. End the book. Done. I went, oh, well, that's crap on my money back. What the hell? Yeah. That's bizarre. Bizarre. I was what like, was the picture of? A tugboat with other boats around it. Yeah, and she's telling them stories about the past. Done. <laughs> I won't tell you what the stories are. Too bad. You're going to have to pay another $2.50 for that. Yeah. To go into the sequel of Paddle Boy Polly. Maybe there's she a does. series and you can find out what happens, Chanel. That is terrible. It is. I was like, you've, and this is one thing, you know, when people often think, oh, I can write a children's book. And it is so hard with publishers and the, the rigmarole that writing books you have to go through is crazy. But some books, Jesus Christ, who wrote Paddle Boat Polly and I'm, made money off that? I'm just wondering, do you think it was made in a foreign country and they mass manufactured these books and they've translated it into English and it's not quite had the same Maybe. ring? Or the fact that someone wanted to go to Friday knockoff drinks early, thought they'd round it up quickly and run out of the publishing place and get to the drinks. So that's but what they geez. wrote, Paddle Boat Polly. She has stories about the past and done. Go it's grab just a drink. So open ended. I'm yeah. just intrigued. What yeah. are the stories? Who wrote it's this stupid. book? We're going to look into it. I'm yeah. going to find out what happened. You need to write a letter to the publishing company. I don't know. There's nothing on there. It's, it's a plastic book. That's, there you go. See, manufactured See. foreign. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, because I've often like. I like my idea of someone running to the, the rubber dub dub. Well, okay, let me tell you. This is a good example. When I lived in Japan, I remember going into a department store and they were selling T-shirts for kids mm. and on it was a picture of a teddy bear, very cute. Well, that's a bit cute. And it said fuck housework on it. <laughs> no one knew what that meant. I did, clearly. I should have bought it. My God. Why kids didn't you? Oh, my God, because I was too scared to yeah. buy it. I thought there's yes, something thought, going on. Oh. Yeah, so someone's have had a bit of a joke and gone, we'll sell this and no one's going to know. Fuck housework. I'm not I'm serious. In Japan. Yeah. yeah. So of who all knows countries. what they're doing? I know, it's a bit of an old one. They're right? so lovely, and, you know. Yeah. I can imagine that happening in Eastern Europe for some yeah. reason. <laughs> Sorry, any Eastern European listeners, but, you know. Like that to live on of, the edge. Yeah. They'd yeah. be like, yeah, screw those guys. Stuff the housework. Yeah. I'm going on a vacation with paddle boat Polly. <laughs> <laughs> Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us.